We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 146. Today we'll be covering Bunheads, Perception, Teen Wolf, Pretty Little Liars, and The Glades. Plus a few TV on DVD picks. You can find the full show notes with time codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 146. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and joining me this week are... Liz Henderson from chew-blood.net and nicegirlstv.com. And Megan Moore from tvismypassifier.com. All right, thank you both for joining me this week. Thanks for having me again. Uh, this week, there's there hasn't been really any... Well, there hasn't. There's been plenty of. There's always plenty of TV news, but there hasn't been anything uh, about shows being canceled or picked up, which is the mainly the stuff that we cover on the the news segment. So, no news uh, this week, as Amory would say. You know where to find the rest of it. It's out there on that internet thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just jump into the primetime segment, uh, and the first show on our list is uh, Bunheads which we thought we would talk about sort of the season so far. We we covered uh, the latest episode uh, last week, but uh, we thought we'd talk about what we our impressions of the show as it's gone uh, here. Was it seven episodes in mm-hmm. or so? So uh, who wants to go first? All right, well, I'll jump in. Um, guys, I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time with somebody. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one watching this show. I I think it's a delightful show. However, it is really a Gilmore Girls um, do-over. Very much so, I think. But um, I I like the show. I like how the characters are developing. Um, I I, I like um, Michelle's character. Um. The interaction between her and Fanny is always great, and the girls is wonderful. I'm very interested in the one girl, Sasha. Um, she seems to have um, quite a development coming, or looks like it. I don't know. I don't know. I like the show, and I, what do you guys think? I, I'm hearing a lot of, well, it's just like Gilmore Girls, but what's so wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. How could anything be wrong with a Gilmore Girls remake? I don't know what's wrong with it. It's one of actually one of my new like shows I like to kick back and watch that I don't really have to think too much to figure out what's going on. I enjoy that. There's so many shows where I'm just like having to follow the story so closely. I really love the characters. I think Michelle is hilarious. Fanny is perfectly eccentric, exactly what you expect in an old dance teacher. Um, my favorite character is probably Boo. I really find myself rooting for her. And I feel bad for Sasha with the whole, you know, gay dad trapped in the marriage thing. That's pretty rough. But I'm curious to see where they're going to go with that and how how it's going to affect her overall. But, yeah, I'm enjoying the show a lot. So. Yeah, well, it was, it was good to finally see something like somebody actually – give Sasha like some sort of punishment for her acting out all the time. Like, uh, even though she has, you know, a rough family life and, uh, that she can pretty much 
that it's allowed her to pretty much get away with anything. So she thinks she can do that everywhere. And so it was nice for her to actually, you know, for Fanny to actually, you know, shut her down in the last, uh, in the last episode. Uh, but I, I really like Michelle as well. I, I really like they, when they keep sticking her in, in new places or new situations to play off of somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. Her, <laughs> her reactions to what's wrong with the situation are always funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, and, uh, it, and she says, she says some of the things that, you know, you want to say in certain situations and stuff like that, but don't necessarily do. Uh, you just, you know, like the, like the lady not moving to, to let her, <laughs> down. like who doesn't, who doesn't move to let somebody go, <laughs> go down the aisle at a, at a theater, you know, that, <laughs> that type of stuff. And her reaction to that, uh, it was, you know, yeah. was pretty funny. But but stuff like that, uh, I I like watching her them put her in these different uh, to to react off of new people. I I like what they've done with uh, some of the other characters, like that are more sort of side characters, like Truly. They're sort of slowly developing them, sort of becoming friends. I think overall the show's done pretty well of of slowly creating some of these relationships, even though they've there's been a good period of time uh now over the course of the seven episodes it's been you know a few it's been a few months since the the events of the pilot um but the pilot had such the weird ending that i think it's just now getting to the show that you more thought it was going to be except for i mean other than you thought of that that was going to be the main relationship possibly the the tone of the show has become more what you thought it was going to be, which was hard <laughs> to, to sort of do for a couple episodes after the way they ended the 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 pilot. It was it was kind of like it was so depressing because you, the show was looking so happy and funny and Gilmore like, and then they went and killed Humble. I was like, oh no, the show is not going to be as happy as I thought it was. But then it kind of picked up, and I think my favorite Michelle scene. Was Probably than when she had to do the strip, the strip aerobic kind of thing, the strip dancing, and practice, <laughs> practicing on the pole. I was just like, she she has no filter, and I love it. The things that come out of her mouth are perfect. So I think that uh, I'm happy with where they went with it after the whole death thing. Like, that would have been really depressing had they kept that off. Yeah, I found it interesting that it was only in the most recent episode that she finally broke down and allowed herself to grieve. Um, because even though she didn't know Hubble very well, she could at least grieve over what she's not ever going to know or what she's not ever going to have. Um, she had just kind of resigned herself or made peace with the fact that she's married to this guy and she might possibly fall in love with him. And it was like the rug was pulled out from under her. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It. I'm glad that she's finally gone through that grieving. So now – that story is finally put to rest and we can move on and get to what's going on with everybody else. I love the relationship between truly and her. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that character, it might be my favorite character on the show of, of truly her. Cause like her responses to things and, and stuff that she does. <laughs> I, I just love the line in the, 
in the episode where she brings the curtains over for Michelle and she says <laughs> something about that she has the ability to know what everybody else wants but but not what she does. Yeah. And, and but just the way that she delivers it and you know and then and then leaves it are just like it's such an interesting character like <laughs> that that they've uh, that that they've created there. Yeah. I still can't tell whether she wants to be friends with Michelle or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I'm still I don't like, think she knows. I think she kind of does now. Like I also like the episode where when Michelle's friend shows up and yeah. and truly ends up tagging along with them in that she she was like, "But you said I should hang out with you know people closer to my own age you know yeah and she was like but i didn't mean us (laughs) how gross was the spitting the alcohol back in the bottle thing though that's pretty gross that's pretty nasty just as gross as eating cupcakes on a drunk stomach Ugh. and a lot of cupcakes not just a few there was a lot of rappers there. there was a lot of cupcakes Ew. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but overall, I think it's it's sort of become that the it's in it's more in a spot now going forward to be that drama, but com, you know that drama comedy or comedy drama, you know that uh, that is not quite so serious as the, as it was in the beginning. Because that second episode, every time. You know the quips and the the stuff like that. Even though it was out, coming out of a strange, you know, it was coming out of a strange place, uh, it just almost seemed too strange. Like it was, it was too weird. Uh, you're like, am I supposed to really be laughing? You know, <laughs> at, at this. So going forward, I think uh, is we'll definitely see more of what the show is is has become uh, from that from that beginning and. Uh, and and I'm looking forward to more because I just enjoy shows that are well written dialogue wise. Like yeah, even an overall like show that might not be all that good, but but the back and forth between the characters is good. <laughs> even though maybe yeah. the, the story that they're involved in is is kind of lame, I still enjoy those. Uh, you know, I still enjoy those shows. So uh, we'll pop over to uh, the next show on our list. Uh, which is also a, a Monday night show, uh, Perception, which is uh, five episodes into the season, but I I, I think we've, uh, well, I've seen all five, but Liz, you, you said you've only seen the first four so far? Yeah, yeah, I was settling on, uh, I'm going to watch the rest of it tonight. Tonight's my TV night, because everything's coming back, and there's something leaving, and I, it's, it, this is a big night tonight. Yeah, well, Sunday and Monday... Are over the summer are like, they're like, well, let's just put it on Sunday. There's only twelve other shows on Sunday, so let's <laughs> let's put it on Sunday or Monday because that's. <laughs> I mean, I mean tonight you have, uh, you have like Teen Wolf, and uh, you know having its season finale and the Closer having its series finale and Major Crimes having its series premiere, but then you also have Grimm. Coming back for an early premiere for, uh, you know, season two on NBC, Yay. and yeah. and so yeah. it, it's, it's an an extra added packed night, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, Perception takes this week off so that uh, Major Crimes can get its uh, introduction, and uh, then it'll be back next week. But uh, what do you think of the 
of the show so far? Um, I love it. I do. I I don't. I like um, Eric. What's his last name? Eric McCormick. McCormick. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I like him anyway, and um, I just I like the characters. I like the concept. I don't know it. It's fun to me. I like the idea that this guy has all these parts of his brain popping out and he sees them in a, you know, in a person form and they help him solve these cases. I don't know. I just think it's fun. I think it's, I always like to see the process in, in a crime series, a crime drama. I always like to see the process of how they solve the case. It's what I like so much about the closer. I don't know. I like it. I think it's a good, good show. I think it's fun. Yeah, I well, I really like Eric McCormick and the character that they've created. You know, with yeah, like you said, him seeing sort of what he's thinking. You know, it's it's, it's it really is the the stuff that he's actually processing, the information that he's processing. But he starts seeing it in visions of people that aren't uh, actually there, and uh, which makes for you know some interesting uh, uh, cameos by you know other people for. Uh, some of the episodes. The only thing is, and, and I like Rachel Lee Cook, but I don't know. I'm not. They don't. So far, they don't really play well off of each other. Like, there's not, you know, not not necessarily like a romantic chemistry, but there's no real chemistry chemistry between them. Like, and so far, they the the two leads don't really go together well. That's that's the only thing that. Uh, about the show so far, from my perspective, is uh, is, that, is that your is that your perception, Jason? Yeah, that's, that's, that's my <laughs> perception of the show. <laughs> um, I I have to agree. I don't see any chemistry between anybody on the show yet. I'm just putting it down to the fact that it's you know still young, and they're still you know they're still trying things on. They're still getting things going. So that's what I'm putting it down to because I don't see. Um, chemistry between him and his assistant, either. Well, the only chemistry is him and between him and his main vision of of Natalie, uh, played by you know Kelly Rowan. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the only that's the only real chemistry that he has with anybody, and she's not real. <laughs> she's not real, and we don't know. I mean, where did she come from? Do we know that yet? Did I miss that? <laughs> I I I don't I don't know if they've explicitly said what the relationship there is i i can't re i, I can't remember uh it's it's one of those things that uh they spend a lot of time trying to make you think she was real in the first episode and uh you know and then dropping it on you at the end that it's just she's just another vision mm-hmm. uh just as a uh, sort of the mainstay vision while the other ones all take various uh forms based on whatever problem he's working on right and so i i don't i can't really remember if they've uh exactly what the relationship if you know he's seen somebody that is from he knew her for reals you know like if she was a real person uh or or what exactly uh that is there but uh i do enjoy the watching him you know the way they go through and figure out the you know, show you that's the, you know, the procedural of, of the show as they, they take you through the, uh, through the case and show you him figuring things out and how he puts different, uh, 
things together to uh, come up with who they're looking for. But going forward, if the cast doesn't gel together more or something, I'm not sure how well if it'll continue to hold my if that is enough to like continue to hold my interest. Yeah, I um <laughs> I don't know either. If if I keep watching it'll just be out of curiosity more than anything. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see we'll see how it is at the end of the season. I'm not sure. I've only seen the first episode, so I don't have any expertise on it whatsoever. And it didn't didn't grab you enough to uh continue to watch? I found Rachel really annoying as her character, so I just decided that I had too much to watch as it was, and maybe I'd pick it up on DVD later if anybody said anything good about it, but yeah, not really feeling it, so. Yeah, well, on to uh, another Monday night show, which uh, tonight is having its finale, but uh, we are talking about last week's episode, which is season two, episode 11, uh, Battlefield, which uh, sets up. Uh, tonight's finale. Uh, so, Megan, what do you thought of uh, season two so far, and uh, where do you think things are going to go here at the end of season two? It's been such a muddled season. Like, I love Team Mobile. I really do. Seriously, it's one of my favorite shows right now. But I don't like how um, split everything is, and I don't like how there's so much tension between Scott and Styles. Really, I'm not enjoying that at all. Um, I don't know if I... I didn't like how uh, Gerard used Scott's mom and then how Scott's mom, like, folded so easily because you'd almost think that um, someone who raised Scott would have a bit more of a backbone than just, like, crumbling and begging him to turn everybody in because she has to be smarter than that to know that if he, like, turns everything over, it's not going to get any better, but she just... I guess she just scared for her son or whatever, but I just I, f- I find her character more mobile anyways. But and Boyd and Erica, and they're like following that sound in the woods, which we find out is really not another pack of wolves. But um, I don't know. I'm not really fond of the whole new the new wolves they've been adding on. Um, overall, I really like uh, Doctor the Doctor that deals with the animals, the veterinarian. I guess. Besides that, I'm just I'm kind of excited for the season to wrap up some of these, all these storylines and hopefully have more of a, a centered story next year. Cause I found like there's just so much going on in so many short episodes, but I still like it. I'm still watching every week. I do. It's still in my favorite. I just, I'm just a little bit tired of the multi too many. I find there's too many storylines. I feel like they just keep breaking off so much that getting a little bit muddled for such a short season. Well, yeah, even here at the end, you have, uh, you know, various characters that are all doing things, and you're just like, but if they just talk, you know? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> if they just take a, a second to, to, to talk, because, like, nobody really knows, uh, like, nobody seems to know what's happened. It's like Scott doesn't seem to know that, you know, uh, that Allison's uh, mom wasn't, you know, didn't commit suicide, you know, but was, but was killed. And you would think that he would, even if he didn't know for sure, he'd be able to sort of figure that out based on that she was about to kill him and Derek came and saved her. (laughs) And, 
you know, that after that she wouldn't have offed herself. Like there's there's a few there's just too many holes in in some of the things that they've been doing. And then like in this last episode, they had, you know, towards the beginning of the season or middle of the season, they had Gerard, you know, where he he stabs Scott and tells him that he knows, you know, what he is and that he's going to you know, ask him to do something for him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you in it's all the way till not last week's episode, but the previous episode in the in the police that takes place in the police station that you find out uh, that Scott's been doing what he has asked him, you know, like you've it, it just leaves that all out. Like you never see him ask for that favor that he says he's going to to want. And uh, and so that was that was kind of weird, like all of a sudden. And so sometimes I think they try and drop these things on you. But really, they're only kind of surprising because they've just left information uh, out, but not necessarily. It's not you know it's not that big of a deal. Like this, the if you would have seen what he was asking for and stuff like that, the tension still would have been there. Uh, mm-hmm. They just wouldn't have been able to have this you know it and still Derek finding out that that was going on. It still would have. But it tried to like put you in the position of Derek for like that that little conversation in the in in that episode. And there's been a, a few different things like that where there just seems they just seem to be leaving information out uh, for the purpose of trying to do some sort of reveal. But then the reveal doesn't feel it feels too weird because there's like wait I haven't seen enough from for you to get from where you were to where you're at exactly. uh, for that to, for that totally to make sense. But overall, I've, you know, the, the main story of, you know, Gerard wanting to take over, uh, the kinema. I mean, that was pretty much, you know, pretty much figured that's where he wanted to go with it. But I don't know that there has been a lot of shows start to bother me a little bit when there's things where if, two characters just chatted for a couple minutes <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but yet it seems ultimately convenient that they never uh, uh, they never get the, a chance to talk or whatever because uh, you know everything that's happening uh, they're getting almost lazy with it because... where there, yeah where there's just like one person just needs one little piece of information and it would change their perspective on what they're doing exactly. yet they're not uh, they're not able to, to to get that, and it just when there's too much of that, it uh, it starts to fall off. And so I really liked where the season began because there was definitely a lot of uh, mystery in it. But I still think there's a couple of things, even with like the guidance counselor, like who's a terrible guidance counselor. They've, they've made her s- super creepy, and obviously she knows more about what's going on, but they haven't told you like really anything about what this character is. and still like while I like the veterinarian character and his you know he knows what's going on and stuff like that somewhat but yet he still won't really say t- tell anybody really what's going on like what he knows or what the deal <laughs> is you know that and that type of stuff uh bothers me cuz it seems like it, it is more going to be like so they can drop another like big twist somewhere down the road uh or or some such thing and and mostly it's just because 
they've told you nothing other than like three or four scenes with the guidance counselor. So you yeah. know, to find out what what or who she actually is or something like that will be some big reveal. But but you will will it really be that big? Because it's such a it's basically it seems like such a minor character so far. Yeah. How do you feel about the whole Peter storyline? Um. That's he's the uh, you're, you're you're talking about the bringing the 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 other werewolf back mm-hmm. from the dead type of stuff. Yeah, I I kind of have a problem with that type of stuff in these type of shows anyway, because when yeah, there's a lot of supernatural type stuff, but when characters can't really die, like you know, like yeah. when somebody dies and it. It it lessens every other sort of every other character that ends up dying because you're just like, well, why didn't you bring them back? Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, well, why why are they staying dead? I don't know. He's sort of like the big. He's you know sort of like kind of a a, a big bad to have. And uh, but I just I just don't know. It just seemed like they could go someplace else uh, uh, w- with this whole thing. I don't know. I think they almost ruined it with bringing him back for the sake of, like, well, okay, yeah, so he adds a bit of mystery. Well, they already had a big bad. They had uh, the gentleman, they had Gerard, and they have all these other things. So we have to bring one more person back because it wasn't convenient that he was dead. I think it just kind of messed up a little bit with the whole storyline, and I think it just got a little bit confusing. Like, I was really impressed with the writers in season one, and I thought they did an amazing job. And at the beginning of this season, I was completely on board, and I loved everything. And then mid-season, I was kind of like, okay, well, that's a little strange. I was like, okay, you guys are getting lazy here. Like, there's just, like you said, the people aren't talking and stuff. I mean, yes, I'm still tuning in every week because I'm a sucker and I love it. But I just, I want them to fix it and go back to the good writing. I'm a little concerned if it's going to get even worse next season now that they have more episodes. Like, how many more possible twists are they going to build for next season? Why can't we stick to, like, a few mysteries and not... Who are they going to kill this season if they're going to bring back next season? And well, it'll be interesting to see since they have m- a, more episodes next season of whether they continue on the sort of of pace that they that they are and create because yeah. it's ultimately going to air in sort of like two half seasons anyways. They're just going to call it one season. Yeah. If 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 each part of a part will sort of be built uh, like the way they've been doing seasons. You know the first two seasons, anyways. Um, the but like you said, the you know the the missing information type stuff. Like Allison's on like this killing spree to take out Derek and the the rest of the wolves because she knows that her mother died because of that. But yet, if she and Scott would just talk, she might have a different perspective based on that her mom was trying to. She's she's lacking the piece of information that her mom was trying to kill her boyfriend. She doesn't know that, and you know she doesn't like, know that piece of information. And Scott doesn't seem to really know that it was, you know, that she got bit, and you know, and what happened. And so there's just these little bits of information that uh, are causing these big, big swing shifts in, uh, you know, being completely, ma- you know, manipulated by Gerard to to happen. But it just doesn't seem like enough, you know. <laughs> like there should be, there should be more. Then yeah. there should be more causing uh, this to happen besides them not being able to chat about uh, what's happened to them to each 
you know, on their own the last couple of, you know, the last couple of days. Agreed. All right. So we'll move on to Pretty Little Liars. Uh, the the last episode that uh, we've seen is Season 3, Episode 9, The Con Game. So, Liz, what do you think of Pretty Little Liars and uh, the continued A-game? You know, I, I kind of feel like since the big reveal of, you know, um, Mona being 1A, I kind of feel bored now. And I don't know if it's just because um, it's they're taking too long for the next big reveal or what. I don't know. I'm I'm I don't care about Arya and Ezra. I could care less. I don't care that Ezra had a kid when he was in college. I don't. Or was that high school? I don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care about um, Emily and Paige. I don't care. I am kind of done with Emily grieving over Maya. I know it's only been a short period of time, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds, I don't know, it just seems like the show in the last couple of episodes has really slowed down. And there really hasn't been anything to to really, I don't, like tonight or tomorrow, I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to record it and watch it whenever I get a chance. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I hope it picks up. I don't know. The big betray or the big reveal at the end of this season is supposed to be the big betrayal. I don't know who it is. I think it's Toby. Why does he keep going away for so long? And where does he go? I don't know. I'm just kind of blah about it. This season just seems kind of yeah. Well, this show sort of has, I mean, it, it has a big problem at its core in that it's all based on this person or person, you know, person with lackeys or group of people or whatever that are after these other girls. And, you know, that's the main mystery. But the main problem that it has is how long can you continue to string that out and keep people interested, but yet... If you solve it, show's over. You know, like, you, this is one show that if you finally do reveal what is behind all of this and who's behind all this and, uh, you know, what's been going on, then the show's over because it's all about the mystery. It's not about, like you said, you're not even interested in the rest of the stuff that's happening with the girls. So you can't just continue on. There's no show past you know the reveal and so when they give you a partial reveal of of uh you know that you finally you know which i have pretty much thought all along that it was there's multiple people uh there's just no way that they can have the that one person could have the amount of information that they would get and so it would have to be multiple people so that that final reveal you know that was pretty good but here we are you know nine episodes later but it's starting to feel like it's dragging, uh, right? you know, that there hasn't been, and that they'll get to, you know, at the, what will be what, like, you know, the mid season of this season of, you know, group of episodes or whatever. And there'll be some other type of reveal or cliffhanger or some such thing or both. And for the most part, for the first couple seasons, they, I thought they've done a really good job of continuing the mystery, but now 
they're really teetering on that just doing where it starts to feel like this is just doing it to it to string me along like <laughs> yeah that is- yeah and and it's kind of frustrating too because i mean obvious questions are not even being asked like exactly. why these four why these four girls what is it about these four girls that makes them a huge target um that that bothers me a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> at, at least give us that <laughs> I mean, it can't have been only their association with with Allie. And and what was it about Allie? I I just and who is the CC person? Why have we never ever heard of her before? I just don't know. Okay. I am. Um, and are we so what is it? Every every season ending, they're going to give us one more A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's kind of they're kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're they're going to do. Like. I mean, I guess the more, because the more A's that you find, find would be, the more you would be to figure out the whole thing, I guess. But it, ha- you know, it's always had this problem. And but the farther it goes, the bigger that problem becomes of that trying to balance between keeping you interested and feeling like you're just stringing you along. And uh, the last stretch of episodes have sort of felt more in the they're throwing in these side things of like you know Ezra had a a kid that his mom you know used her money to make go away you know type of thing and this sort of all of a sudden new backstory three seasons in they've decided to tack on this huge backstory yeah i and i care less right and it seems uh and i was like <laughs> has there even been a mention like that he had a brother or anything like all of a sudden he's got no. a brother and a mother <laughs> and he had like no family, and then that—that's my thing. Is like the guy has no family in sight, and then suddenly because the story seems to be dragging and dwindling, they're like, let's just add a family, and then add a whole story for the the teacher that's dating the student. Because as if that's not twisted enough, we've got a mom that buys people off, and a brother that seems awfully sketchy. But then it's like at the end of the episode, I was like, who cares? That was the worst episode ever. I was watching it and I thought to myself, why am I watching this? I don't even know why I'm watching it anymore. And I've, I've been, I admit, like, I'm one of those people for the show that picks up an episode here or there. And I've always enjoyed them. But recently, when I finally sit down to watch them, I find myself fast forwarding through scenes. Like, the, the truth or dare game in this episode, it seemed to, it, I don't know, I guess since I got information, I don't know. I found it pointless. The only thing I thought something was, big or or bigger was going to come from that, like yeah, or the, but like, it all just seemed like nothing much really came from it, and uh, you know maybe they'll tack something into something that they found out that when they find something else out they'll attach those things together, and and it'll it'll be like helpful for uh you know going forward, but but mostly it just felt like just to have these characters that don't really like each other go at each other, you know, <laughs> type of yeah. and, but yet nothing really, really comes of it, but it, it seemed to be built up like something was, you know, and, uh, so yeah, yeah it, I, felt, it fell flat. I mean, no, I, I just, the only reaction I had was just being ticked off that an hour of my time. <laughs> exactly. I, I finished watching. I was like, wow. Okay, I can't get those what forty five minutes of my life back now. It, yeah. I, just, I mean, I liked Caleb and Hannah. That's probably the only part of the episode 
that at all intrigued me whatsoever. But besides that, that was like a mild intrigue. It wasn't like I have to see what's happening. Other than that, uh, I was annoyed with the whole crying over my sight and the conversation about, I can't remember her name, the other girlfriend and her grandfather mooning the camera. I was like, that's a really pointless story. They just yeah. I found, I was, I was like, why are we talking about your grandfather mooning the camera? I don't understand. I, I, I was confused. So I don't know how many books there are and how long they're going to keep revealing people, but I hope they just wrap everything up and perhaps move on to a new series because I'm really bored already. I don't think I'm going to watch you well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's as as the series you know continues to go on, they are not giving you enough information to you know, or you know enough new clues to to allow you to even guess at something. Like there's like not there's still like there you still haven't really have there's like not enough, even with finding out that there's multiple you know, and that that the game's not over when they when they got Mona that there's still like not enough information to even venture a real guess. Like you still have like no idea what's going on. Like, <laughs> and it seems like you should have some idea or, but it just seems like there's just too much dragging of feet so far <laughs> in, in the third season that once you do give a big reveal, that now everything feels any small reveals all feel really small. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. At this, at this, at this rate, I'll just be good at, you know, reading everybody else's recaps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like at least that'll only take me five minutes. Yeah. Be like, Oh, still nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And the, uh, the last show on, uh, on the list is, uh, the Glades, uh, season three, episode ten, "Endless Summer," uh, the season finale. This is one of those shows I I really like. The Glades. Uh, I wish the seasons were longer than ten episodes. I wish they did ten or did you know like twelve or th- at least thirteen episode seasons or something like that. Uh, it, it just seems like it just started and and now it's <laughs> and now it's over. Uh, the, and they you know they did the same thing. Although that seems to be A and E's thing with their scripted shows, as they seem to do ten episodes. Uh, so, but yeah, I definitely like to, uh, you know, see more of the Glades. What do you What do you think uh, of this season, Megan? Um, overall, I liked the season. Um, I don't know. I'm not. It's not one of my favorite shows, but I find it's like it's a good show to watch on a Sunday night with anything else. But there's I enjoy, I enjoy the Callie storyline, and I was really happy to be composed. I don't know where that's going to go or how they're going to make that work. And we know it's, she's probably going to say no. But and all those shippers out there just screamed at me. But they, I, <laughs> I hear them right now. I, I think that she's going to say no because she wants to be with her and stuff. Like I enjoy the relationship, but it just seems like I don't know, almost that. The show might be a bit more interesting if they weren't a couple. But that's just my non-shipper opinion. Yeah, well, where they've written her character now, if they're not a couple, she doesn't even need to be on the show. But she's boring anyways. Because they've, at least before, she worked at a local hospital, and so 
cases sometimes went through there sometimes, you know, and, and for a while they had her working as an assistant at the, you know, at the police station. And so they incorporated her into now she's just been sort of a side story, uh, for, for Jim and almost kind of annoying in that Jim turned into this like really needy, like, like super needy guy. Like, he is I'm going like I understand that you would like to talk to her, but stop checking your phone. I was so angry. But you've got to under how can you not understand that for a period of time leading up to uh studying for your medical boards that somebody might be really busy and even though you wanted to talk that it just they felt like they were playing that up more so that they would make to make you think that that final scene was going to be him saying he can't do this anymore and they were going to break up but instead it was i can't do this anymore without knowing that you know we're going to be together so will you marry me uh type of thing and i really hate that type of ending in that the scene goes on and on mm. as the as the credits come and she doesn't say anything it's just this pause, and there's people walking down the street, and it it lasts like really long. It's not like a freeze frame. It's just it's continuing to go on, and you're just like, I hate those type of pauses at the end of things, where there's just this too long of time on on TV where you're just like, no, somebody would have said something by now. Exactly. <laughs> you either show it, and then you fade to black, and then you're like, what is going to happen? And then. But they leave it like this really long, so sort of like maybe she's thinking about it or or, or whatever. And uh, I'm sort of interested in like what her answer will be because so far in the first couple seasons they've always moved it towards like something's going to keep them apart, and then they're together, you know. And then you know, and, and then it doesn't happen. So the way the first two seasons are going, it would be really strange to me if she didn't say yes because. They they've always gone, they've always left it open, but then it ends with the happy ending type of thing. So, uh, I don't know. I I like the I like the storyline of her like getting a chance on you know to really stand on her own, and uh, and and stuff like that has been a good has been a good story. Uh, but it they turned Jim into this like needy whiny guy that felt so out of character uh especially given the circumstances of what she was doing like if she was just away (laughs) and working a lot and stuff like that and never returning his calls and stuff like that then that would be different than if she was studying for like the biggest test of her life (laughs) you know well that's exactly it prepare for stuff like that that's the so it just all the last few episodes just felt really strange uh, to me, but I, I still really like him. I like that character and the way that he does the investigations, and and uh, he's he's very much the you know the modern day Columbo, where he just harangues continually harangues people because he already pretty he already has an idea of what's gone on, but he just keeps haranguing everybody until. Until the the final clues pan out for him to be able to prove that that's what's going on, and uh, you know I I like 
you know, the, the, the little more comic, uh, you know, bits to the show. And it, it, it's a lot of fun to watch, but yet they've added in a few things this season with the relationship that just made it go uh, wrong. And then they really bothered me with that, with that ending scene <laughs> where it's, it's that, uh, it's sort of that soap opera like yeah. you know that that that, pa- that soap opera pause before going to commercial, where but you're like no somebody would still somebody would say something. There's too much time. It was just cheesy. Like I don't know. I just find that like like you said about Jim's character becoming so needy. He was like a sad puppy dog, and he just kept staring at his phone. And I wanted to take his phone away, like reach the screen, take it away, and be like you're you're solving a murder case, but you're so concerned that you haven't heard back from your girlfriend. He's writing, like you said, the most important test she'll probably write in her entire life. And it just doesn't seem like a very gym thing. Like he's he's the cop, he's the the macho guy, he's like he's all manly. He, he's not gonna mope around because his girlfriend didn't call him back. Like it just didn't seem to fit his character and I really found myself by the end of the episode. I didn't care if they broke up. I was like, <laughs> All right. She she's gonna go on and do her thing and you're gonna hook up with your hot supervisor, and that's how it's gonna go. Like that would have been that would have been a heck of a lot more interesting to me than watching him pace around and be all like sad puppy dog. And I don't know. I just I just hope they fix it because it lost my interest in that one episode. I was like, wow, that was really crappy, and I want you to do better than that. So I'm just very critical, I suppose. Yeah, well, the whole supervisor thing was, you know, like. Uh that she she's higher up in <laughs> in the FDLE and then you know the the local boss there and and was coming in to evaluate and stuff like that and you're like oh of course the supervisor coming in to evaluate is super hot <laughs> you know because <laughs> Callie's gone a lot of the time so you need another pretty face on the show for a while that whole relationship the way that it developed it was that was a strange too, like with all of a sudden her revealing that she had feelings for him at the end, which you sort of saw coming a little bit, but it was mostly like the only reason they were doing this was so that they could build to this scene at the end where he asked her to marry him and, and make you think that and try and make you think that they were going to break up or or all the stuff, and it just seemed so. For a show that's usually written so much better, it just seems so poorly written in these weird tries at a fake-out that were, like, not really well-established. I've written things like that. They were rushed for a deadline, I bet you. (laughs) (laughs) It just didn't seem to, you know, that whole element just didn't seem to work. It, it, It was different in a previous season when they brought back his former partner, because yeah. there was history there. There was something where you could potentially buy into that old feelings would come back or that that could, but with just a new person that was all of a sudden there and that Jim would, they were trying to convince you that Jim would throw everything away. Like, <laughs> that just seems so, uh, another thing that would be so out of character that you didn't buy it. So it it made a lot of the, the sort of side stuff besides the mystery of the week was much stranger and didn't work nearly as well as previous seasons. Absolutely. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I think that's enough on the glades, and that's our uh, our prime time segment for this week. Uh, although you did mention uh, Go On, that, mm-hmm. that you'd watch that. Did you like? I love Go On. I I laughed so hard with that Google car scene, and when they stole the stuff from the medieval people. I I loved it. I know that there's some people that were on the fence, and that whole like March sadness thing, like that that was hilarious. <laughs> when he says March sadness, we could call it March sadness, and he says yes, that's exactly what we'll call it. I was like, yes, this is the Matthew Perry that I, you know, sort of remember, or like it it exactly it seems this show seems more like they gave him a better reason to be down on things. Than in the yeah. previous show, the previous uh, his previous show, Mister Sunshine, he was just sort of down on everything. But you were just like, "Why? I, I don't get. I don't get this character. I don't get what they're doing here." Uh, but this, uh, it'll be interesting to see how the ensemble works. Uh, you know, going forward, some people have called it Community Light, but you know, Community Light might actually be a good thing since people don't watch Community. Uh, exactly. So. I really, I really liked it. I liked Matthew Perry in it. I thought it worked really well for him, um, and I'm definitely interested to see where where they go with it. But definitely a weird sort of like bunheads thing, you, you know, where you start a comedy out with <laughs> it's based in a death. You know, so it was. It is sort of. It is sort of weird, but it was done differently though. It's not like we're yeah. bunheads. We had a whole episode of like. Happy Ocean yeah, Time No, he you start with the whole yeah, grieving it's, thing. It's months later and he's you know, he's dealing with it and has to go to you know a grief group or whatever to Going be, to, through the cars. to get like, to get back on the air at his job. So yeah, it's, it's definitely different there, but still in that sort of a weird place to base a comedy out of somewhat. But then you need to have you know, things aren't funny without also having the other, you know, the other side of things that uh, that aren't funny. So there's a lot to play off of of there. Exactly. I mean, overall, the comedy itself. Like I watched it a few months ago, and I watched it again recently with a friend who hadn't seen it, and like when it aired last week. And I kept telling everybody, like, you're really gonna like the show. And I tried to. You can't really describe the premise. Like, I tried to explain it to my sister, and she's like, "You're not making any sense." <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty- yeah, you really need to watch it. <laughs> just watch it, because when someone tried to describe it to me, I didn't know. So that's all I'm going to say. Everybody go watch it, because it's worth it's worth your time. Yeah, if you didn't catch it when it played after the Olympics or whatever, and before it, uh, it comes back here, I, I'm sure it, it, they pretty much have it out and about everywhere, pretty much. I'm pretty sure you can find it online or get a chance to... Uh, to watch that one that of the of the new comedies especially the new NBC comedies that's the the one that it was good <laughs> I like the other ones but yeah that's my favorite all right so we'll move on to our TV on DVD picks uh, these are for uh, Tuesday August 21st and mine is uh, the closer season 7 the season is coming to an end tonight uh, the, the which with an absolutely outstanding episode but I think the season seven, it's it's been a longer season than normal because they really extended it out to get the most out of a final season of the show as when they decided that they were going to end it after seven seasons. So they've it was longer, but then they also spread it out over three 
parts of the year over the last year or more, you know, last summer, uh, over the winter, and then this summer to finish it out. But I think season seven is very well done overall in that they knew they were coming to an end and a lot of stuff within the season, you know, while they obviously have cases of the week, they built this whole story of how they were going to exit her out of the show from the beginning of the season. And I just think they did such a good job uh, over the course of the season that if you're, you know, a, a fan of the show, that it's season seven is, is definitely worth having, uh, you know, or if you haven't been watching season seven, you know, and have watched the closer in the past, uh, you know, to come back and watch it. Cause it's actually a really good season of television in the character development and how they went, uh, knowing, I think this knowing ahead of time of, of that they were going to end it. They really did a great job <laughs> of, of closing it out and, and leaving it so that they could morph it into uh, major crimes. So that's that's my pick. What's yours, Liz? I chose NCIS season nine because I need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only season I haven't watched, and um, my my daughter got me hooked on the show, and and I didn't want to. <laughs> I, I um, but you know. Then I then I did start watching all of it, and um, I, I'm just amazed at the magic of this show. I don't I I don't know if I get it, but I'm still amazed by it because I, I don't understand what it is about this show that's keeping everybody watching it for so many years. I it's not there's nothing spectacular about it. There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing outstanding. So I don't understand what it is, but whatever it is, it's working for, well, yeah, you know. I, yeah, I think it's the, uh, I don't know, it's sort of the sum of its parts. It, the, it's that the cast works so well together. It's Abby. And that they they just have a lot of fun within it, you know, even though they're pursuing some serious stuff. And they've, they they try and ground it in some reality, but yet they still have a, a lot of fun and the character interactions uh, between the group is really, I think, what keeps people watching. Well, that's got to be it. I know it's why it's part of why I watched plus the stories. You know, I mean, the stories, it's pretty much your same your police drama every week. You know, who done it? Not even not police, but you know what I mean. Um, but I like the way everybody handles it. And again, putting the pieces together to figure out who done it. Um, I, I love mystery stories. I, I'm a big, huge, huge fan of mystery stories. So if you can keep me guessing, but give me enough, feed me enough clues to see if I can piece it together myself, you know, I think that's what is so cool about this show is that it's smart and it doesn't treat you like you're stupid. I think the other thing that this show does is that they they don't do a lot of stunt casting necessarily. I mean, they do bring on guest stars from time to time and stuff like that, but a lot of times when you bring on well a lot of well-known people it instantly gives away who done it <laughs> like like you, you know that they didn't just bring them on to play a side character you know or somebody that's just going to be at an interview like you know at the beginning of the show or something like that you know that it's going to come back around and they're going to appear again 
and I, I think some of they don't do a lot of. Uh, I think there's a lot more people on the show that aren't necessarily bigger recognizable faces in the cases, uh, you know, of what they're pursuing and stuff like that. And so I think they are able to do that more where you're not quite sure exactly of the sort of the two or three, four, you know, suspects that they've given you who exactly is and whether once they've sort of gone past one, whether they're going to come back to another one. And so I think they do pretty well with the mysteries. And then also I mostly, I think it's the, the way that they write the stuff for the cast and the, the, the interactions between the characters is really uh, within that is what makes it uh, makes it work. Yeah. So what's your pick, Megan? Um, I'm going to go with Revenge because I haven't seen anything past the second episode. So I think I should pick it up and watch it. A lot of good things. Everybody seems to love it. I just It was one of those shows last season that I just didn't manage to fit into my schedule with everything else. So And once you get once you get behind by two or three episodes then it's then it's just like <laughs> it's too hard to catch up and you don't want to just jump in because you've definitely missed things. Well I started DVRing it but then I started like I would go back and watch an episode and I was I was so confused and I was like, Okay, wait a second and then I was like, you know what, forget it. I need the D V R space. So it got bumped. So I said, I'll pick up a DVD and I'll watch it. So everybody else should do the same if you haven't seen it. And if you have, watch it again. Yeah, if you haven't, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen uh, the first season of Revenge, it's definitely worth picking up. Uh, it's definitely right there at the top of the new shows that came out last year. And uh, definitely a lot of fun uh, in within it being even more dramatic it's not necessarily meant it's not necessarily funny but there's a lot of fun had within this sort of really serious revenge plot that's going on and uh and the other thing is is that they've put it out here early enough that you can actually get it and catch up before the new season starts which doesn't happen a lot with very kind of them i appreciate shows. and so uh yeah definitely you have plenty of time to uh to, to catch up before uh you know the new season premieres on like September 30th or something like that so you have you'll have over a month to to watch the uh 22 episodes or whatever to uh to catch up and definitely worth doing so all right well i think that'll uh, do it for episode 146 you can find links to those uh dvds at tvtimes3.com/146 and uh that'll do it for the show thanks both of you for uh coming on and uh talking tv with me thanks well thank you and uh the opening and closing music is provided by ioda promonet the song is tv party by the asylum street spankers from their mercurial title put out by yellow dog records and that will do it we sit glued to the tv set all night and every night why go into the outside world at all Nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.